that's like, I mean, we can talk about our stuff, but not like we can't answer. You can just whatever. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Chef AJ Live. I'm your host, Chef AJ, and this is where I introduce you to amazing people like you who are doing great things in the world that I think you should know about. Well, my guest today is Chef Ramses Bravo. He is the executive chef from the True North Health Center. I think he's been there for 16 years. He didn't expect that. He's the author of two fabulous books. One is called Bravo, One Bravo Express. Yes, that's his real name, Chef Bravo. He also has some fabulous cooking courses, which we'll tell you about and link below in the show notes. People love these courses. They're good, whether you're a beginning chef, intermediate chef, they're really wonderful. He's one of the really few true SOS free chefs out there. And I recently had the privilege of hanging out with him for about two weeks because I went to True North for my vacation and did my very first water fast. And I got to tell you, his food is great anyway, but it's even better after a fast. And he's going to make my favorite recipe from the experience, which is ridiculously easy. And it's so good. And please welcome him to the show. Hey, chef, how are you? Hey, AJ. Thanks for having me. Hello, everybody. I'm good. You don't look anything like you do at the at the center. <laughs> no, this is uh, my um, remodeling the house uh, outfit. Uh, I am <laughs> in the funny. middle of, uh, uh, as soon as I'm done here, I have to go to the paint store, get some primer. I got to paint some uh, risers for the staircase and uh the railing and all the stuff and i was uh, digging a couple holes because i planted a fig tree and a uh, fuyu persimmon tree in the morning uh well so, fuyu and- too ramses <laughs> 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 well i'm just teasing you because you're so professional at work because you wear the black chef coat with your name and the apron and one thing that's you know new about true north that i was so excited about is you've always taught classes, usually like once a week, demonstration classes for the patients, but now you're doing hands-on classes and they're really small. And they that was just such a valuable experience for me because I really learned a lot and it was so much fun, like cooking in the True North Kitchen. I don't think people are aware that that is a new thing there. I have been doing it for about a year. Uh, we did it a little bit pre-pandemic uh, and then we had to stop because of it. Um, and then when finally Alan said it was okay to start it up again. And so we've been doing it for about, for about, for about a year. Um, I do it once a week. And then my sous chef Mauricio also does it once a week. Yeah. Uh, and, it's, and it's fun as you experience it, you know, we get about six to 10 people all in the kitchen and everybody gets their hands dirty and um, I think we did desserts, right? I know. And we uh, all we got, we, I, I mean, I came home, well, home to my home at True North with this delicious pie that I actually ended up taking to Heather McDougall's for lunch the next day. And it was so great because what you teach is you're not just teaching recipes, which, you know, it's fine. You're teaching technique. And that's what's so valuable about your hands-on course or your, what well, your hands-on and your recorded courses is that I, most people can follow a recipe, but if you never learn the principles of why you're doing something, uh, it, it doesn't often serve you later on to do other recipes that are maybe different. Correct. Yeah. That is true. You said the funniest thing though, um, that, that all you do at True North is, is concentrate water. (laughs) You (laughs) cook the water off and that's how you make the food taste good. You guys may not know this unless you watch the show regularly, but Ramses has another talent. Usually people that are talented in one arena are often talented in other. He makes these incredible earrings 
And he made me these triple pepper ones. I would have worn them, but I don't think they really go with this shirt. And he taught me how to do them. But it's one of those things, if you don't do, you, you often forget. But he, we have a video on this channel where he actually teaches you how to make jewelry. So, Well, I taught you how to do, I did one and then you did the other one. Remember, you got to tell people. I know, but I got it. Oh, but if I, will I remember? That's the thing. But I, you know, I counted before the show. I have a dozen pair of Chef Bravo earrings. So most of the earrings that you see me wear on the show were made by, by Chef Bravo. So let's talk soup. So I, I call this your top secret soup recipe. I don't know if it's necessarily a secret, but making it's a secret because I came home and made it and it was good. And I just don't know if I did it right because I didn't know how much water. And I know you guys peeled the potatoes, which I was too lazy to do. But there's something about this soup that is so comforting and maybe you could talk about its history and who it's for because when I broke my fast I did have I did I did throw up so I was a little bit nauseous and it was like the first food I had and they the doctor ordered it twice a day for me before my meals and it's just I don't know it just makes your makes your tummy feel so good so what is it about this soup uh I think it's just the simplicity of it um we use it for um what we call our sensitive refeed patients. Uh, and it's just potatoes and zucchini. Um, and I, if you want me to, I can start uh, making it and then we can we can talk as it cooks. Absolutely. So it's just for two ingredients. There's no seasoning. And you know, it's funny, I nope. served the company. I didn't put any seasoning in, but I did sprinkle it with just a few scallions and they thought it was delicious. It was interesting because the next day it thickened up so much, you could stick like a knife in it and it stuck straight up. So maybe I didn't put enough water in because this soup is so good. And I'm hoping that I can figure out how to do it in a pressure cooker because I'm pretty lazy about using a pot. I'm pretty sure you can do it in a pressure cooker. Um, so what I, what I have here, I think for me, the secret is using Yukon Gold potatoes. Um, the reason I like Yukon Golds is because they have the most potato flavor to me of, of any potato that uh, I've tried at least, you know, maybe someday I'll, I'll, I'll find a different one. I'm like, and I'll say, oh no, this is the one we use now. Um, but you can grow potatoes have the most amount of potato flavor. Um, I don't know this for a fact, but I think there's more sugar in them than uh, the sugar to starch ratio is higher on these. Uh, so I think that's why. So we do always peel them. Francis, <laughs> um, why I'm do not... you peel them? Even if they're organic, because I personally didn't peel mine, mainly because I couldn't find my potato peeler. I, I always peel them because I'm not a fan of potato skins. Um, and that's really the only reason why. Uh, and I think that as I... I can still feel my hand shaking a little from digging holes earlier. <laughs> um, I think that once you peel, uh, for one, you're able to get the, the nice sort of uh, yellow, uh, smooth texture on it. But if you don't peel them, then you're, you're messing with the color a little bit because you end up introducing the, the brown skin into the thing. Um, I, some people talk about, you know, there's the higher nutrition concentrations in the skin and whatnot, but I've never been a nutrition guy. Uh, I've always been a flavor guy. So 
you know, if it tastes good, I'm going to eat it. If it doesn't, it, you know, doesn't matter how nutritious it is. I'm not going to. So I, I go for what's going to be the most flavorful. Thing. You know, that, that's interesting. Cause I, I, I couldn't wait to make it for the, for this show. And so I didn't know what the ratio was. So I just, I bought a pack of zucchini and it just happened to weigh about two pounds. I, I weighed it just cause I was curious. And then I had two big Yukon golds that also weighed about two pounds. So I used about the same amount of potato to zucchini. Is that right? Is that wrong? There's no right or wrong in this, you know, so I'm using two potatoes. I'm using two zucchinis. Sometimes, you know, and I'll call that even ratio, uh, pound wise, maybe it's about the same. Uh, I'm gonna grab some water here real quick. Um, sometimes we go heavier on the potatoes. Sometimes we go heavier on the zucchini. Uh, and what that does is it kind of changes the color a little bit because it's a little bit greener. Um, there's no, there's no right or wrong, actually. Did, did you this. invent this recipe? And in, in how are they using it therapeutically at True North? Because it's, I mean, it's not something I see you serve in the mass little soup terrine when you serve soup at lunch and dinner. It seems to be something that the doctors are ordering. So it must have some therapeutic benefit. This is a doctor ordered, um, if I'm not mistaken, Dr. Clapper's the one that came up with this. Um, so at the time we had... Um, our standard juicing uh, procedure. And then we had um, the therapeutic broth. And then at some point, Dr. Clapper decided, um, or, or maybe it was another, uh, another of one of our doctors, but at some point we started seeing potato zucchini blend a lot on our order sheet. Um, and I guess it works really well because it's stuck ever since, you know, we've been doing this for, for quite some time. Um, and then from there, we got a variation of it. So we also do, aside from a potato zucchini, we'll do a squash and zucchini variation. So we'll take some, um, instead of uh, the Yukon Golds, we'll do uh, butternut squash or kabocha squash or even uh, acorn squash. Oh my God, with uh, the but, zucchini? I bet that's fabulous. And it's essentially the same thing. Um, and I think what happened was that the potato zucchini is so good and so soothing, but there were a few people who were um, sensitive to nightshades, which potatoes are fall into that category. So then they decided to uh, expand. And now we do um, potato zucchini and squash and zucchini blends. And we pretty much have them uh, on hand all the time now because there's somebody, at least one person, always who's having these. And do you, um, you can, you don't have to make it fresh every day, right? You can keep it for a couple of days if somebody wants to make this and just reheat it, right? Correct. We make about three, maybe four days worth of this um, and keep it in the fridge. Uh, if it goes any longer than that, we'll, we'll toss it and then start fresh. Um, just because it gets a little old, you know, it, it's probably still good six days. Um, but we like keeping it, you know, a little bit fresher than that. So we make about four days worth and then we move on, make a fresh batch. Um, and sometimes we were making it every other day or maybe sometimes even every day because there's so many people uh, who are having it. So I think if yeah. other people tasted it, they'd want it even if they didn't need it therapeutically. How much water do you put in? That's where I think I messed up that maybe I didn't put enough water in. 
Uh, amount of water varies. So um, I don't know how well you can see this. I um, put just enough water to cover the potatoes. Um, I could probably go a little bit more, uh, but I wanted this to sort of get going quickly uh, because we're on the show. Uh, I'd probably say about a half an inch above where the potatoes are is about the right amount. Uh, zucchini has a good amount of water in it. Uh, it has a good um, moisture content. So even if the zucchini is sort of a little bit above where the water level is, um, it'll be just fine. Nice. You can throw it all in the, in the pot. So as you can see, I still have the zucchini here on the board. Um, you could cook it all at once. I like, um, and this I, I kind of got from uh, my sous chef Mauricio, who uh, was paying a little bit more attention than I was at the time. So what he likes to do is to cook the potato of about halfway um, and then add the zucchini. And at that point, the potatoes and zucchini will finish off cooking at the same time. Uh, what happens is if you throw it all, all at once is that the zucchini sort of overcooks and the, the green changes. So by cooking the potatoes uh, uh, a little bit first and then adding the zucchini, it'll stay really nice and vibrant green versus cooking it all at once. And then the zucchini is a little bit overcooked. Uh, and then the green starts to look a little bit more army-ish green. So, but uh, flavor-wise, there is no, no difference. It's just more of a look. I just wonder, like, um, if anybody's uh, want to comment in the chat, because I don't know how often you use your Instant Pot Ramses. Like, what, what would you guys do? Five minutes, maybe? Ten minutes? Seven minutes? Um, I would imagine that seven, probably. Uh, at that point, you, you, you have to cook them together, so you don't have that, that option. Um, I would say seven minutes in the Instant Pot. And then we could just use uh, the immersion blender right in the pot. Correct. Um, I don't know. Maybe even five minutes might might be enough. Um, Especially, I, if, I think if we cut it up, at five minutes will be enough. If we put it in, yeah, it also depends on, on on the size. So, like um, as you saw me do here, I'll I'll pull one out. Um, these were you know inch size cubes which were roughly the same size as the zucchini. Sometimes I'll just cut the potato in half and I'll do half moons. Um, sometimes if, uh, say for example, a patient was order a broth or a juice and suddenly they couldn't stomach it and then we need to give some of this right away to them. And for some reason I happen to not have any, I'll slice the potatoes really thin and small. And then I can cook this in like three minutes. So, it, you know, size makes it go slower or faster, depending on how you cut it. Yeah. That's so now this has come up to a simmer now. Um, so we can chat for another minute and then I'll go ahead and, th and throw the zucchini in. Um, the zucchini does not get peeled. And we don't add the, um, the end pieces. Mm. It probably wouldn't make a difference, really. Um, I just like being a little bit more, uh, I don't know, cautious, professional, whatever you want to call it. Um, in, in, in cooking, you never use the end pieces. Um, 
but you know there's people out there who love the potato skins who love the stems who love the you know every bit of it and if it's going to get blended anyway so then you would never notice um but i always like to trim the ends off um, just out of habit i guess and you don't even use the ends for broth you just you just compost the them. ends you can use for broth yes we we do save that for the for our cooking broth which is a separate thing so you know my potatoes have been simmering now for about a minute or so i probably let them go a little bit longer but you know go ahead and add the zucchini now um and as you can see the zucchini here is sort of sticking pretty well out of the water so this will end up being rather thick um so i'm gonna just go ahead and add a little bit more water just to be safe um there is no right or wrong as to how much water you add um this is not a you know precise recipe thing this is more of a you know once you've cooked it if you want it really thin you add more water um maybe because you want more of it uh if you really like it nice and thick because you want it to sort of have body and you want to feel like you're chewing on something then you do less water and so there's no right or wrong really so i'm gonna go ahead and switch my camera do you over personally now. ever do you, do you personally ever drink this do you like it or i look i do like it actually it's um it is tasty uh very simple as i mentioned that the, the key to this is using those yukon gold potatoes which give you a um just a very nice potato flavor. Um, so we, we never season this. We don't add any seasoning at all. Uh, although some patients <laughs> do add their own, um, but we never need to season this. So it's, it's, it's rather, it's surprisingly flavorful. Um, yeah, that's what I, I couldn't believe how good it was. Somebody's saying, have you ever tried it with sweet potatoes instead of Yukon Golds? Oh, sure. Yeah, sometimes we get the the, the patient who can't do uh, nightshades. So we can't do potatoes, but they don't like squash. So then we go, okay, well, sweet potato, I guess. <laughs> so yeah, you can do it with that as well. As well as yams. So you can do yams or... Um, or sweet potatoes and it's the same procedure roughly half and half you know sort of equal ratio between the sweet potatoes or yams and the zucchini and then water wise you go as much as you want yeah it's amazing so dr goldhammer always tells that joke about the guy from the union that was choking on the food and did the water fast and then a week later showed you damn chef finally got the hang of it so I mean, have you gotten the hang of it or just has your food just gotten better? Because I've been, this was my 13th visit at True North, my first time fasting. But I mean, I thought the food this time was just like extraordinary, like everything. Well, because you fasted, you never fasted before. So really, the food tasted that much better. 
Yeah. So that's like, that's why Dr. Goldhammer says a true North where we make good food taste, not bad, but it really was. I mean, there were so many standouts this time, like you made, or somebody made these like corn cakes that were similar to what you, cause you, you catered the day before I arrived, you catered, you did a fabulous job at the uh, live your best life conference, 250 people, chef Bravo made lunch for us. It, it, it was so good. And it was your, uh, your, sweet potato and corn cakes with a delicious sauce and roasted vegetables. But you had some at True North that were, and and Mauricio sent it home for my, you know, you get a to-go meal and I threw them in the air fryer. And oh my God, like if you ever can do that, they were like, just like little crispy little things of from heaven when you take your burger and put it in the air fryer. Yeah. I, you know, uh, now that you mentioned it, I think what uh, one of the changes that has happened is we don't do, um, let me turn this down just a bit. I can hear it bubbling quite a bit. Um, we don't do the um, to-go deli case anymore at True North. We used to have this uh, sort of grab-and-go uh, meals out in the uh, front desk area. But uh, we have added uh, more rooms at True North, so we are uh, feeding more patients. And we decided to, uh, Alan and I decided to shift those uh man hours uh, and resources to just taking care of in-house patients. And so we don't do out outpatient anymore. And I think what happens is we end up doing more entree-ish type of things uh, like those potato corn cakes uh, for in-house patients. So we do more entree things more often. And maybe that's why you thought, oh man, the food is now better on my 13th oh. visit. Yeah, well, it wasn't bad on the first 12, but I mean, there was just so many standouts like that was extraordinary. And there's a dish. And also um, there was a dish you made. And tell me if you can remember if it's in either of these books. It was a purple cabbage with cherries. It was at the salad bar. It was like it's in the Express. It's in the Bravo Express. Yeah, That was really, really delicious. And I'm trying to think. Um, you made something that was so ridiculously, and, and the thing is, is a lot of the things you make, even though you're a chefy chef and went to culinary school, some of the things you make like this are ridiculously simple, but taste so good. Yeah. And one day, so people, you know, they, they can take a screenshot of that. So it's a braised red cabbage with dried cherries. That's what you were talking about. Page 93. It's funny because I don't remember celery being in it. And if it is, maybe because everything was colored red and I didn't see the celery. Uh, there is some celery in there. Yeah, because yeah, that's one of my not favorite things. See, I didn't even know I was eating celery. So that's amazing. Um, so you made this thing one night that was so good. And maybe it was also because you're also making things look beautiful with presentation. You, you taught us how to make a strawberry rose. You had a little fun class that we did outside. And it was like a tomato, but it was a good tomato, an heirloom tomato. And you cut it like in a jagged way, kind of like a Halloween jack, jack-o'-lantern. So it looked really pretty. And I don't think you had very much on it. My guess is it was some kind of vinegar. I don't know if it was apple cider or rice. It had maybe some parsley on it. Oh, onion, red onion. So um, that's one of Mauricio's um, things that he likes to do. So he'll take some um, heirloom tomatoes and do that jagged sort of edge on it. Um, and then he'll do um, red onions, cilantro, black pepper, um, diced mango, uh, and red uh, and um, rice vinegar, brown rice vinegar. 
It was so good. I mean, it's a, so, you know, I, there was, I don't want to say the person's name, but there's a certain person that I love that works there that I've been seeing for, for years. And I, this time this person was looked much smaller. And I'm wondering if that person, one of the friendliest people you have is eating the food now. Is it talking about Dr. Goldhammer? <laughs> no, no, I don't want to say the name. He's, he's really, really friendly. Um, one of the nicest people there. He's worked there forever in not your department, but the one right next door. Uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. He's had some health issues, so he's had to clean up his act. Isn't that interesting, though? Because I saw him and it's like, wow, you know, you. I said, you look amazing. And he said, yeah, I'm eating. So it's amazing. You just start eating that food. You don't have to fast and people start getting better. Yeah, he had a, a, some medical things and he ended up in the hospital. Oh. So. <laughs> well, it's, too bad it, it's too bad it took that. But I mean, that's the thing. I mean, the food is so good, you know, at least um, I think most people that, that go there think it is. So have you, how many times have you fasted there? Do you fast regularly? And what was your fast like? Because everybody tells No, me not regularly, um, but I have done it four times. Um, let's see, four days was my first one. And that was my curiosity fast just to see what the heck it was like. Um, and then it was five, six and six. And you fast when you do it though, you do it at the center. Yeah. 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 And that must be funny. Like having, you know, being served kind of your own food. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't remember it being funny at all. <laughs> all right. Uh, that's um, if fasting is, uh, it's quite the experience. You know, I remember it being, um, not being able to sleep very well. Uh, and then you start getting all these aches and pains that you did not know you had. Um, and the, you know, the end result is always completely worth it because you feel so much better afterwards. Uh, but it's during the fast that you're like, oh my God, you know, why do people do this kind of thing? Yeah, I remember getting that that weird, like kind of low back pain that they say is your like your kidneys just um, I don't know exactly what, but but yeah, but that's why they give you give you a heating pad and all kinds of stuff. But I I guess I was so anxious about it that it was it wasn't as scary as I thought it was going to be. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really not. Um, you think, oh my god, how is my body going to react to not eating food for you know however many days? Um, and that's actually the easiest part. Well, like your mind just goes, okay, they're not having food. Eh, okay. Uh, so it's not that you're like hungry. That's, that's the bad part. Exactly. The, that's the, the thing is like at home, because I guess I'm so active, you know, when I'm on the spin bike, I, I'm starving at home. Like I cannot wait for the next meal, but because you're at rest, the hunger was not a problem at all. Mm -mm, no, it's not for, at least for me. It hasn't. And for a lot of, people uh the one thing i cannot do which um a lot of patients do is they'll start watching cooking shows while they're fasting that's what my roommate tim did the first time isn't that crazy yeah i'm like no <laughs> there's a there's a limit to what i can do uh you know i can be i can go without food for days and not feel hungry but i cannot watch <laughs> the food network that's funny. One thing Dr. Goldhammer did, and I remember the first time I came, 
It was in January of 2011, and I wasn't eligible for a water fast then, but they did give me a juice fast. And I thought the juice fast in many ways was harder than the water fast because it you're is. hungry. You're, I was still hungry, but without yeah. anything, I just, I just, you know, you're a little bit bored in a way because there's eating. When you think about it, eating takes up so much time, the shopping, the chopping, the cooking, the digesting, the cleanup. And when you don't have that to do, it's like you've got a lot of hours on your hand. <laughs> yeah, no, I have done a um, a juice fast and that was rough. And that was only two days. And yeah. two days of juice was rougher for me than um, fasting for six. Yeah, I, 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 I'm completely with you on that. You know, what's nice, though, is he has the closed, not closed caption, the closed circuit TV now, because I remember when I went in 2011, my roommate, Tim, my friend, he could not get out of bed and he was watching the Food Network. And I said, you know, you really should be televising these uh, classes because they have wonderful classes, two to three a day. And now not only can patients watch from their room, everybody can watch just by creating a free account. Everybody can be watching Dr. Goldhammer give his lecture at two o'clock today if they want. That's right. We stream um, anywhere where there's Wi-Fi now. That's pretty cool. I think that's an amazing- Let me um, pause here for a second. I think the um, potato zucchini might be ready. Diana said, had lunch at True North on Saturday. Great soup. Um, do some people experience a kind of spiritual phase shift during water fast? Sherry asks. You can. Um, Chef Bravo has encountered many more people fasting than me. I, I did meet a lady, though, when I teach hands-on cooking at Rancho La Puerta that, does ex- that goes there just for the spiritual aspect, and she does the whole thing in the dark. I don't know how the doctor's... Um, monitor her during that. But what's really interesting is the medical care is incredible. Like you have this phone right next to your bed. And if you experience any symptoms, well, first of all, they're checking on you all day, almost too much because <laughs> they, they, they get rounds. I mean, like one person. Okay. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Ramses. I'll show you, um, you know, so the zucchini is, I'm going to go ahead and turn this off because it's, it's done. Um, so the zucchini is cooked, is nice and soft. I can sort of you know, slice it very easily. Same with the potato. Like, as you can see, I can sort of smash it down with my knife. Um, so I know that it's, everything is fully cooked now. Uh, the zucchini still got a nice vibrant green on it. Uh, so I went ahead and turned it off so I don't overcook it. Uh, and now what we do is we transfer everything to the blender. And we can see how much liquid is going in. Okay. So there are times, let me see how well. Oh, yeah. Um, we could have as much as, you know, as this much liquid in it. Uh, but this is going to end up being a nice, nice thick batch. Um, again, it's all, you know, personal preference. Maybe you like it thinner, maybe you like it thicker. There is no right or wrong when it comes to that. Um, it's water, so it's really not going to make or break the recipe. Uh, it's not going to affect you. It is just water. So I'm going to go ahead and blend this real quick. And voila, 
we have this nice thick potato zucchini blend to serve to have and so two potatoes two zucchinis that probably ended up giving me uh five-ish cups worth uh, again this one this particular batch is pretty thick so you know a little bit more water and you probably end up with three cups uh three good sized cups which will probably you know last you for the whole day um maybe even more you know it really again it really depends on how much water you want to put in it that is so good. It's so good that you you always served it in a mug. So it was really, I hope people will try the recipe. If not, I don't think it needs any seasoning, but again, most people are used to eating a lot of sugar, fat, and salt, and they might need seasoning. So as a chef, what seasoning might you add to it if somebody said, this is too bland? Mm. It doesn't need anything. That's the thing. It I, really I, doesn't need it, but... Um... You could make different versions of this. So uh, a pinch of curry in the beginning would be nice in there. Um, you could throw some um, Italian seasonings as well, mm -hmm. or maybe just some um, granulated onion or garlic just to give it a little bit more depth. Um, I put some scallions on top and it was so yummy. Like yeah, I, that's what I did. I, Michelle mm -hmm. says, can a person have this right after a juice fast? I, I don't see why not. It's so soothing to yeah. the gut. It's some very, people do. Yeah. Matter of fact, some people do their water fast and then they start um, juicing because they have to come out of a fast. And for some people, the juice just does not go That's well. what happened to me. I threw up the juice. Yeah. That's when they started. And giving so we switch them over to the blends and then it seems to go much better. Yeah. Um, here's a funny comment from Anne. She said, I'm confused. Is this soup for sick people? No, it's not. for sick. No, it's not. Um, what it is, is that, um, Anne, what's her name? Anne. Uh, hi, Anne. So what it is, is that I work for a place that, uh, we do a, a water fasting program. And so after seven, 10, 20, sometimes even 40 days worth of water fasting, your body, um, sort of loses the practice of eating uh, and digesting because it's sort of, you know, it's been a while since I digested food. So this is a very soothing, uh, very gentle on the stomach kind of thing. Um, however, for people who um, have digestive issues such as um, ulcers and colitis, this is one of our sort of go-to things to feed those people. Um, so technically, no, it's not for sick people. And technically, this is very useful <laughs> for certain sick people. What's interesting is it's like a thick cream soup. I mean, it, it's so it's so thick. It's like somebody put cream in it. Yeah, it's the starch. It's the starch in the potatoes that makes it sort of creamy and that, i think that's part of what's very soothing on the stomach that it's um creamy you know sort of in a way uh but without the dairy so it's it's very sort of 
it's thick and it just sort of goes down smoothly smoothly um and you know zucchinis are very easy to digest mm-hmm. so it's i mean i you, you should probably you know give a quick uh shout out to dr clapper and say hey dr clapper how come this potato zucchini blend is so good okay <laughs> well he was my roommate he was actually my roommate when I was there and I did not know he was the inventor, but I'll certainly tell him because it's so good. No, you don't have to be sick, but if you are sick and if you have gut issues, it to me, it's just, it's the most calming thing. So Drake, who's watching live says, I'm whole food plant-based exclusive and will be attending True North starting next week. What was your experience when food was reintroduced into your diet and how your taste buds react? Well, the experience that I guess we can talk about this is when the, the weirdest thing about fasting is when you don't eat, you don't poop. And so it takes a little while to, for your body to figure out how to do that again. And they come by every morning. Did you poop yet? Did you poop yet? Did you poop yet? What was it like? So that was the weird thing. Wasn't so much the, re- the refeeding was great, but the, the repooping, it was like, you know, you're wondering like if you're ever, ever going to go to the bathroom again. But first thing in my case, the soup was given to me because I threw up juice. And when you throw up, you have to end the fast. So I was able, only able to do four days out of the seven that I was planned to do that. But the first thing they gave me was the broth. And I, can't, I know you have two broths, so I don't remember which one I had, but I remember like the first broth I had was like, oh my God, this is the most delicious thing I ever had. So that day I was just having the broth and I'm like, this is so good. And then the second thing I remember was watermelon chunks. And I love watermelon anyway, but this was like special watermelon because it was so good. And then the third thing I had before I started eating and chewing solid food was this blend. And I just, I loved it. And they gave it to me every day I was there before lunch. And I didn't, I don't do breakfast, lunch and dinner. And it just kind of was soothing to me. So I loved it. How did he finish the soup? All he did was blend it in the Vitamix. And I used my immersion blender when I made it. And that's it. It's, it's so easy to make. Yep. Uh, what did you experience, Ramses, after your water fasts and refeeding? What tasted good to you? Uh, you know, as I mentioned, I've had four of these. I've done four fasts. Um, and they were very different. Um the first one was again just out of curiosity. I realized that you know when people were sort of walking slowly, feeling very drained uh, and achy, that's kind of what my experience was. Um, everything, um, you know, my my uh, taste buds really readjusted to the sodium levels. So I remember. Um, I craved a burrito for those four days. Um, I wasn't hungry, but I craved it. It's sort of like this mind thing where your mind wants to eat something, but your stomach's like, we don't need it. So it's, it's, it was a little weird. Um, I remember days later after the fast and I started refeeding and all that, I had a taste of a burrito and it was so salty. Everything mm. was so salty. So I, I couldn't eat <laughs> anything other than true north food for a while it's so interesting my second fast which went five days uh i did not crave burrito for four days but i did crave a burger for five days um and that one was probably the worst in the spiritual sort of um detoxing kind of thing because my mind went like really weird um 
I was having a, a lot of sort of depression type thoughts. Um, I was like sort of shaming and putting myself down for everything I had ever done in my life, good or bad. Uh, so it was a really, really weird experience for me. Uh, the taste buds did not adjust uh, to the sodium like they did the first time. Um, and the doctor that was um, sort of handling my my case, uh, she said, you know, what happened, what likely happened was that you're detoxing and whatever built up toxins that you had in your body went into your bloodstream and then, you know, circulated into your brain. And that's why you went cuckoo for, you know, a couple of days. <laughs> God, that, that makes sense. <gasps> that's um, funny. And then the third and fourth fast, I was just, um, the third fast I did for medical reasons. Um, why did I do that one? Oh, that's when the first time I got COVID uh, and I lost my um, sense of taste and smell for quite some time. Well, that's uh, not good think, for a chef. No, I was thinking I might have to quit my job because for a while I just could not taste or smell anything. Um, and it was like a good couple of months. Uh, so I decided to do a fast to try to, you know, see if it would help. And it did. And boy, was I glad that it, <laughs> that it did because I that's, got my, that's my taste buds back. One of the things I'm hearing from you is what I hear from a lot of the patients. And when you're there, there's pretty much, you're allowed to leave your room and, you know, people talk, oh, I'm on day this, I'm on day that. Is it for everybody? Not only is every fast different for every person, but even the people that come every year just for maintenance, they don't necessarily have a disease, but they just want to do it for health and longevity. They say every fast is different. It's not like every single time it's the same. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it was different. Um, all, uh, every one of them. Yeah. I crave different things. Uh, the taste buds adjusted differently. Uh, the brain went crazy only on the second one. <laughs> um, but you know what? It actually helped me because um, it was helpful. I shared my story with a uh, patient. So as you mentioned, I do a cooking uh, demonstration every week. And one, one of those weeks, I decided to do a lecture. I said, well, I'm not going to do a cooking demo for you guys today. I'm actually just going to share my fasting experience with you. Uh, and there were so many people that were like, oh, my God, I wish you guys would talk more about this because I was going crazy myself. And I thought, you know, something was wrong. Uh, and so I explained to them what the doctor said to me when I was, you know, when I was going cuckoo. Uh, and that would seem to be very helpful to a lot of people. Um, and I think somehow... Because patients talk a lot, as you said, there's nothing to do than just, you know, sit around. There's, you know, not a lot of activity that we want you doing while you're fasting. So there is a lot of talk between patients. And I think there was a lot of talk uh, amongst patients uh, after that lecture that I did. And it got, some of it got back to the doctors. And I think that's kind of when we first, when we started doing more of the mental and spiritual aspect of it uh versus just the medical you know facts this all your blood levels and all you know this and it uh, so we, we we did shift a little bit uh, nice yeah so I, I thought that was good that's great delicious by the way 
Yeah, it is delicious. And it's, I mean, I, it, I thank you. And you made it. But I mean, it was just such a I, I just, I'm obsessed with it. And, and I thought, well, this is just a thing because I'm at True North. It's novelty. But I'm home now and I just want to drink it every day. So what can I tell you? It's amazing. Hope it you guys tastes like a nicely, you know, sort of steamed potato. Uh, so that's the first thing that hits my taste buds. So I'm like, oh, cooked potato. This is yummy. It's a, it's a tasty potato. And then right after that, it's the zucchini, the cooked zucchini, sort of like a cooked garden vegetables on top of that. Uh, it's just, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm fairly certain that this was a Dr. Clapper creation. I don't know. It's so simple yet very tasty. So this is actually going to be my breakfast today. Yeah. And uh, I love that you're serving it in a clear mug at True North. You do it in white mugs, but I just realized I have a clear mug and I'm going to start eating it that way instead of with a spoon, because it's, it's really fun to sip on, especially as the weather gets colder. So Laura, I, well, I put it in the, in the clear mug so people would, would see it. How pretty it is. Absolutely. Yes. And I think you're right because I did not, I didn't peel my potatoes and mine wasn't as vibrant and pretty green like yours. So I think yeah. that you've made the case for, for people that are more visual eaters that yes, I think it's going to look prettier if you peel the potatoes. So that will be in yeah. the next time I do it, I will take that extra step. Laura says, I lost all desire for sugar or anything sweet after my true North fast. It was a miracle for me. I was a lifelong sugar addict. And it's interesting that she said that because my experience, and again, I'm only fasted once was that even though you have this beautiful 24 hour salad bar, and by the way, guys, you don't have to fast at True North. I went there 12 times and didn't fast. You can be what's called an unrestricted feeder, which is the best. You just go there and you eat these delicious chef prepared buffets three times a day and attend all the lectures. And then if you're not fasting, you can leave. And there's many things to do in Santa Rosa, like our favorite thing, going to the Charles M. Schultz Museum. But Laura, after my fast, even though they had all the beautiful fruit, I just, I didn't want anything sweet. I just wanted savory foods. I just wanted that that was me so i don't know do you do you feel like that that it helps people ramses sometimes with their sweet tooth if they fast mm -hmm. it is not, not it isn't just that you know salty things taste really salty sweet things taste really sweet like yeah it's almost too overly sweet. it's like a banana sweet, like, yeah. like i ate a banana i'm like it was like like it was, it was like, it was like eating, you know, cotton candy. It was like, it was like you're saying, like it was too, it's really interesting how this neuroadaptation works. So uh, there's a question from Diane. How does Chef Bravo pronounce his first name? Isn't your name Egyptian? It is. Um, it's pronounced as, it, as it's meant to be because I was uh, born in Mexico. So in Spanish it's Ramses, uh, but in English it's Ramses. Okay. Susanna says, how long did it take me to stop feeling hungry when you started the water fast? It was immediate, Susanna, because I, I also prepared psychologically. And I'm like, um, I think a lot of it is mental. And I was able, the first two days, I had enough energy to get out of my room and go to the meals with people. And it didn't even bother me. I mean, when they were eating, I was like, wow, that looks good, you know, and it smells good. But I was so, I, I really did not feel hungry. Um, 
So it, I was very lucky, but at home, I'm hungry all the time, but I'm very active. And when you're doing nothing, you don't really, at least I didn't feel hunger. And if I did, I think it would have been much more difficult. Ah, can you make it with broccoli? Asks Anne. Hmm, we have made it with broccoli. Yeah. yeah. So. That's good to know. Cause sometimes I don't have zucchini. Um, yeah. Um, so this is the zucchini part again, comes from this is a doctor creation and zucchini just happens to be a very, very um, easily digestible vegetable. Yeah, zucchini is However, so uh, you know, we use this in a medical facility. However, if you just want to play around with this at home and just make it more flavorful, we have done it with broccoli. We have done it with spinach. We've done it with Swiss chard as well, which is actually pretty tasty. Um, so whatever vegetable you have around in the house and that you like maybe um, i don't know maybe asparagus is like your all-time favorite uh, vegetable in the world do it with that yeah. yeah well you know it's interesting i think like you mentioned i agree with you that um the yukon gold is probably the best potato because it, it just seems to have a creaminess that that a russet doesn't have you know mm -hmm. or that even a sweet potato doesn't have but what's great is what people can do is just use this technique. If they're trying to thicken things, instead of making a roux out of flour and, you know, butter, they can use a piece of a Yukon gold as a, as a thickener in other recipes and get, because the mouthfeel of this soup is like incredible. It's like you're eating a cream soup from a restaurant. It's, it's not like a broth. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did I feel, and you can answer this too, based on your four fasts, lack of energy, weak or tired when you fasted. So yes, day yes, one, yes. <laughs> yeah, well, day one was not a problem. Like I was like, like flitting around and hello, hello. And day two, I noticed myself kind of a little bit more tired, not, not sleepy tired, but like at both lectures, I kind of nodded off day three and four, I had to stay in bed. And I, I did, luckily I, I was able to sleep and I did sleep a lot because yeah, that's your body healing and stuff. Um, so you, you have to watch the, the the show for the recipe, those that join late, because there's really, I'm not writing in the show notes. He explained the technique and there's, it, it's very, very flexible. It's basically just two ingredients. And Sheila and a lot of other people have signed up for True North TV. It's so exciting. Yes. And it's unfortunately for the next six weeks, I teach a class at two. I'll miss Goldhammer. But these are not recorded. My, my YouTube is recorded, but True North TV, it's only live stream guy. And, and you have the schedule well in advance and they are never recorded. But it's so fun. You can watch Ramses's cooking class and Recio's and Kathy Fisher's. It's really, really fun. Okay. Um, zucchini is bland. Would broccoli be more tasty? I, I don't think it's bland at all in this recipe. And it's, I think it's really, really flavorful. Um, Again, it depends on what veggie you like. You like broccoli better than zucchini? Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I love zucchini. It's so comforting. Um, are there? Are you doing? I I didn't see you on the schedule for the live cooking demo this Friday. This past Friday? No, this coming Friday, the thirteenth. You know they've been messing with my with my thing. I think what happened was uh, uh, Dr. Clapper, as you mentioned, was visiting, so they asked me if I would give up my slot to him because he was a guest for the week, and I said yes, of course. Uh, and I don't think they put me back into the thing. So I have to talk to the person who's in charge. of. Because yeah, one, one of the uh, one of the viewers is commenting and I remember looking, too. And um, OK, you can, it's great because you can you can have it on your phone. That's the calendar. Like you can click a date because Ramses is usually on the 13th. They have uh, the brain in pain with Chantal Lucier at two. But are, are you normally at 10 o'clock? I'm normally at 10. Well, so I will be doing something at 10 for yeah. this Friday for those there's of room, you. Um, and I have to talk to the person who 
probably took me off to put clapper in and then did not put me back. I forgot to put you back on. Yeah. Um, Okay. Um, Oh, here's a question um, from Matthew. Can fasting help hypothyroid? Um, Well, I, neither of us are doctors. We can only tell you what we've heard from other patients, but I will tell you in myself, uh, my medicine has already been cut in half from just the short fast. So there's a good chance if I do another fast, I'll get off of it. But again, everybody is going to be different. Yeah, that's a, that's a doctor question. So that's a doctor question. Yeah. But I can just tell you that I, my medicine was immediately cut in half from fasting. Drake says as a water only fasting guest at true North, what does a typical day look like for a guest? I'm hoping to catch up on a lot of reading. Well, I'll, I'll let you answer that. Cause you've been there for 16 years. Um, as we mentioned before, every fast is different. Um, during my first fast, I had brought, uh, books and shows that I was going to catch up on because that's, I was not going to have anything to do and I could not read or watch TV. The mental sort of focus <laughs> required to do something as simple as watching TV. I didn't have it. Um, some people go through books like crazy. Uh, some people binge watch Netflix series and whatnot. Um, I was only able to do that on my third fast. Um, so it, you know, it's a, as we mentioned before, it's really a different experience for everybody. Um, and even the same person can do multiple fast and it's, it's different every time. Uh, you do have the time to read, um, but not everybody has the uh, ability to, uh, so to speak. Yeah. What's nice is they do have every, every room has a big screen TV and you not only get access to true North TV, which you guys are asking about the information on how to register for a free account and watch live every day is in the show notes, but he has like, I think he has like Hulu. He has lots of different stations. Mm -hmm. People can watch stuff. Um, and you know, Netflix was there and just a bunch of stuff, but I, I just didn't, you know, I didn't have that much interest in it, you know? Because I was more. I think that's that's kind of too, because you're going through this sort of very different thing that you know something you've never done before, kind of thing. <clears throat> so it's it's you're sort of in that mindset that TV just doesn't seem that important or you know as interesting, so to speak. You know, one thing I did is I, I think he's still there. If you see him, say hello to Bob. Um, my roommate and I, we did, we literally did a puzzle every day, a jigsaw puzzle. So we, I completed seven puzzles. That is probably the most popular thing, at, activity at True North. Um, we recently put in, excuse me, we recently put in a, a gazebo there in the courtyard. Uh, and we put out some uh, tables out there because we figured people are going to want to eat out here. And those tables have turned into puzzle tables. And, you know, <laughs> there's like boxes and boxes of puzzles on them. And somebody will, will start one. And the moment it's finished, another one will come on uh, or they'll they'll leave because it's time for them to go and they leave it behind and somebody else, you know, keeps working on it. And. I don't know why, but puzzles are like the <laughs> the rage. I know it's just, it's just it was just so funny that that's just I, I and then I actually now I'm doing them at home again because it was just so fun. There's something 
rewarding about a completing. I, I've never been able to get higher than 300 pieces, though. I've tried the fours and the fives, but I'm kind of stuck at three. So if anybody has any tips on how to improve puzzling. Susanna says, Ramses, do you have any plans to write another cookbook? You know, I started kind of getting the itch to write one. Um only because it's been so many years and we, you know, we've come up with, you know, so many different things, so many different dishes now. Uh, so maybe, maybe, um, after I wrote my first two books, I, I, I thought that's it. I'm done. Um, then we started moving into this whole streaming and watching things on, uh, on the computer, on the phone. And that's kind of how I, put together my online courses and I did three of those. And then I thought, well, you know, I don't know if this might be enough. Um, so I am sort of trying to figure out what my next project is. Uh, right now I, uh, I've enrolled back in college. So I'm, <laughs> I'm back in college. I'm taking a, uh, a creative writing class, uh, which I have homework to do. <laughs> Uh, that's due on Wednesday. Uh, and I also en en enrolled in a couple of uh, culinary classes. Um, and I got this huge gift that won't stop giving, you know, moved into a new home and we are remodeling every bit of it. Um, so it's, uh, you know, it's, if you write another book, do you think you want? Do you think you want it to be a cookbook, or do you want it to be some other kind of book? And what kind of culinary classes are you taking? Um, I've been wanting to write a novel for some time because writing is sort of my hobby, um, and I'm learning a lot in this class. I'm learning that my uh, <laughs> that my writing is not up to a novel <laughs> level yet, uh, <laughs> which has been humbling. Uh, but I am learning a lot. Um, I've been wanting to write a novel about food, you know, a restaurant sort of, uh, fictional story. Um, so, you know, I don't know, uh, but yeah, there, I, I probably do have enough recipes now to come up with a third cookbook. Um, so, you know, there's a couple projects there, uh, and waiting. How can we get more reco to get more like he, you, your sous chef's incredible as a chef, as he a is. person, as a teacher, but he doesn't want to be in the, like I've offered him, you know, so many times to come on the show, to put recipes in my book. And like, how do we, is he, how do we push him to get his gifts? Uh, out? Well, you know, you might have a better luck now uh, if you ask him again, because he is doing those uh, hands-on classes pretty much every week. And you sort of come out of this shell a bit. Uh, Mauricio is amazing. I, there's so many things that I do um, that I'm able to do because, you know, I can always rely on him taking care of the kitchen at True North. And he makes so food taste delicious. That's the other he thing. He has his own style uh, and it's wonderful. Patients love him. Uh, does everybody he eat this needs way? Mauricio. Does he eat mostly this way? Because he seems oh, yeah. like... He, he eats, he's the cleanest eater um, in, in the kitchen. Yeah, I mean, because he's great. Are you watching, Mauricio? We love you. We want you to come on the show because your food is fantastic. So this is a medical question, but we can answer it in the way that we know how, other than to tell you what I've heard from other people, which is not a doctor answer. 
Holly says, do you happen to know if it helps with menopausal symptoms? I'm whole food plant-based sofas. I'm thinking probably you mean sofas free. Don't get hot flashes or physical symptoms, but the emotional swings, yikes. So first thing, guys, all of you can have a free consultation with Dr. Goldhammer. If you're interested, you can't just like say, give me a free consultation because I want medical advice. But if you're truly interested in going to True North or to find out if any of their services are right for you, there's a link below. You can't just call up. You actually have to fill out the complete health history questionnaire because he can't talk to you for free or for fee without this paperwork. So that is below. There's also doctors at True North for a very reasonable fee that you can have consultations with, private consultations with a whole bunch of different health coaches. I see Dr. Peter Sultana. I've been seeing him since 2011. I keep him as my consultant so that I can have a vegan doctor for anything that's going on. And I usually make an appointment once a month just because I think he's extraordinary and love talking to him. He's been there for 40 years, as has the True North Health Center. So other people, Holly, excuse me, have told me it has helped. That doesn't mean that it will help you. So it's probably best to talk to Dr. Goldhammer. Also, by any chance, might you be overweight at all? Because what I've heard from women that have excess weight in the menopausal years is that sometimes just the act of losing weight has helped them with symptoms. And we don't go to True North to lose weight, although that can be a side effect. And I mean, people usually go there for many other reasons. And the weight loss is a side effect because Ramses, do you, I don't know if you know this, but like when people lose weight fasting, it comes back, right? Because they, Correct. yeah. Correct. Um, you know, just think about the fact that we pretty much empty out all your pipes. So all your digestive tract gets emptied out. Um, I think tip for me has always been typical that I'll, I'll gain back half uh, of the weight that I lost just by eating, just because now the the pipes are full, you know, and they're they're working and there's you know matter moving through them. Um, so it's kind of it's kind of nice when you go, oh, you know, I fasted for four days. I lost 14 pounds, but seven yeah. of them come right. Right. Back. Yeah. It's not it's <laughs> you can't don't get too excited. In other words. Yeah. No? <laughs> so, yeah. We're not a, you know, a weight loss facility. We are a, you know, a health facility, get a healthy, you know, live longer, live, live happier, live healthier facility. And weight loss just happens to be a side effect. Exactly. Thank you. Uh, Jeannie says, do you know if it will alleviate binge eating? I'm already whole food plant-based, but have been binge eating and junk. And again, this is something uh, that you would want, maybe want to have a consultation with uh, Dr. Goldhammer about because, you know, of people with certain eating disorders, like for example, anorexia would not be eligible. It would not be a good idea for them to fast. Uh, the thing is, is uh, Dr. Doug Lyle talks a lot about binge eating. He's done many uh, uh, broadcasts on this channel. And the person he recommends for help with binge eating is Justina Froes. You could take her program or get a session with her. So, you know, we, and also we, we can't guarantee it will help with anything because everybody is going to heal differently and respond differently. It's like, like um, Ramses said, some people do four day fasts, some people do 40 day fasts. The lady that has like the record, she actually is a lecturer there now. She's a, a, a dentist, a retired dentist, Christina. She's done four 40 day fasts, extraordinary. So it's always fun to talk to people that have done fasts, if, if you know, if, especially if you're afraid to fast, but you don't have to go there and fast. This is what people have to understand. I went there 12 times over the last 12 years and didn't fast because there's actually a question here from Jane. So why'd you go if you eat our person that eats healthy all the time? This is a great question. 
I probably should have started out with this. So in in June of this year, I was given the manuscript of Dr. Goldhammer. Dr. Goldhammer is the co-founder with Dr. Jennifer Morano of the True North Health Center. And Dr. Goldhammer is the co-author with Dr. Doug Lyle of The Pleasure Trap, which is a wonderful book. If you haven't read it, you need to read it. And I was the voice actor for that book. And in June of this year, I was given the manuscript by the publisher of Dr. Goldhammer's book because they asked me to record his next book on Audible, which is called Confasting Save Your Life. And as I'm reading this book, I'm like, this is incredible. Like I didn't, I, I didn't know all this stuff, like that, like healthy people fast. And when I went to, to Rancho del Puerta in the first of July, and my guest was Dr. Morano, Dr. Goldhammer's wife, she's talking to me about how, like, she's she's beautiful. She's almost 80. And she's like, I mean, I could barely do the two mile hikes, and she's going on the 12 mile hikes, and she's doing all this fitness stuff. And I'm like, how are you able to do that? And she basically said that, you know, once a year she fasts and she says, sometimes it's just a miserable experience and she's crying on the floor, but that she, you know, she encouraged me to do it as a healthy person. And so it was like Ramses's first fast. It was more like out of curiosity and like, well, you know, cause I don't need to do it necessarily. I don't need to lose any weight or I, but you know, I, I kind of wanted to see what all the hullabaloo was about. And also if I could do it, because interestingly enough, as a person that was raised Jewish, I never even fasted on Yom Kippur. I was actually there during Yom Kippur. So I figured I'm good for four years now. So yeah, healthy people fast. And that's, um, that's, that's the thing. So, and when you read this book, you'll probably be inspired to maybe uh, consider one. Uh, if you ever come across Jennifer, like somebody, she's like, oh, she's probably 60. Yeah, exactly. You know, and she's she, not. She's, so, so it does seem 80. to do things. I will tell you, I don't know if this, you experienced this Ramses, cause I wasn't really going there with any expectations. Cause I didn't have any, I didn't know what it was going to be. I didn't honestly think I could do it. And I remember on my pre, I had a zoom with Dr. Um, Lyle and Dr. Sultan. I'm like, I can't do this. I'm going to be so hungry, which I wasn't. And they said, don't worry. There's a button you can push. If you can't do water, we'll give you blends. We'll get, you know, so they, they really do. They, the, the medical staff there is incredible. They really care. They they have all these beautiful interns and uh, one of the, do you know Nathaniel Ramses? Mm-hmm. He's so nice. He used to work for Dr. Ron Weiss. I mean, the, 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 the nurse practitioners there and the nurses, the RNs and just all the, I mean, all the people there are just like, they're so nice. The housekeeping, the, you just will feel so loved and so taken care of. I recommend you go there just for a vacation eating. I've actually done that. I had to go to my niece's wedding one year and it was cheaper than a hotel and you get all your meals. So I just recommend it you know, even if you're going not to fast and for people that are afraid, go there, don't fast the first time and then talk to the people. And then if you want, uh, Susanna says, Oh, um, can you tell us about the cooking class you offer? And if it's still available, I'm wondering if she think is meaning your, your, your Bravo PB courses. Uh, yeah. So if you, um, uh, if you go to bravopb.com, that is my website. Uh, you can sign up for my online, um, courses. Uh, as you mentioned, AJ, it's, it's teaching technique. Um, the recipes are included and, you know, we kind of go through them, but my, my teaching style is more about the technique so that you can sort of learn technique on one recipe and then apply that technique to a different recipe, maybe from somebody else. Uh, and you understand why each step happens in a certain order or, you know, what would be the best way to do that particular step. Um, so that's why I, that's how I like to teach. Um, and the website's up. You know, anybody can sign up at any time. Um, my courses are self-paced, so you go as fast or slow as you want. 
Um, and once you purchase them, you have them. They don't expire. I don't call you a year later, say you need to pay again. Uh, it's a one-time purchase. Um, and there you're, I, I get a lot of compliments about, you know, mm -hmm. the, again, the, the, the teaching quality. of the, yeah. the, the thought process of it. So yeah. I, I don't know if that's what she was referring to, but yeah, bravopb.com, uh, you can sign up anytime. It's a great course. If that wasn't your question, Susanna, ask again. Uh, Holly says, how long is the average wait time to get into Tree North? Unfortunately, long at this about, point. I mean, I listen, I'm Chef AJ and I thought like, hey, take me. It's like I waited six months. However, if you're interested at all, get that consultation done, get booked. And sometimes if you're lucky enough and not as picky about the room, you see, here's the thing. I have a dog and I always go there with my dog there's only two rooms that can take dogs. So I had less of options when things opened up because you, they don't, they will take dogs, but only in two different rooms. So um, get on that list now because sometimes things open up and um, it's pretty easy to get to. I, where I live now, I was able to drive, but even before I was able to easily fly into Santa Rosa airport, or you can fly into Oakland or San Francisco and then take an Uber or a shuttle. It's about 45 minutes away, but Really, it's uh, recommend you guys go. Let's see. Um, I got enough time for maybe one or two more questions. I have oh, to sure. get to the paint store. Oh my God, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay. Um, da, 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 da. Sorry about that. Okay, well, I can let you go. I, I could, Okay, well, I don't see any more questions. So that's great. And um, oh, uh, there's a one of the viewers is saying um, they have your second course and also enjoyed that, you know? Yeah, thank you. Appreciate Absolutely. That. Well, we'll let you go. I'm so sorry, Ramses. I kept you over an hour, but thanks so much. And uh, I hope you're going to be in the bundle this year because you know you have such good products, and you could do a, you could be, if you get bored, you can just do how to make fantastic earrings out of vegetables courses. <laughs> All right. So Ramses, thank you so much, my brother from another mother. Guys, both these books are great. They're really only a handful of true SOS free books. Get to True North if you can and sign up for Ramses's course. It's very affordable and I think you'll love it. Thanks again, Ramses. Thanks, AJ. Thank you, everybody. I'm sorry I have to go, but that's uh, okay. I got many things to do. <laughs> of course you do. Thanks, and thanks everybody. All. Thanks. And thanks all of you for watching another episode of Chef AJ Live. Please come back tomorrow. The show's going to be a little bit later at 3 p.m. Feeling great with Lissa and Nate. They're going to be making some spooky Halloween burgers in their raw food fashion. If you have any more questions about True North, there's links in the show notes. If you have any questions for me, you can always reach me at help at chefaj.com. Take care, everyone.